Right, dude, we had to do a... Oh. There it is, yep. That's why we're running late. Yeah, we're, we're running late on our time. Yeah. Well, this time doesn't matter at all. But yeah, right. we are gonna. It's gonna keep a little short. Uh, we're in a rainstorm here, so uh, we're just kind of chilling. Couldn't hear before, but we can hear now. Kevin's in with us tonight. What up? And we're just uh, chilling. What's up, yeah. man? What's What's up with y'all? Oh, not much. You know, just been uh, trying to keep up with the news cycle as well as I can. Did have a loss in the family this last week, and so. Uh, you know, I wasn't able to keep up with it there for a few days, but uh, probably a good thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep, yeah, but uh, not other than that, there are not a few that you yeah, yeah, no, family, yeah, yeah. I, I understood what you were saying. Uh, but uh, other than that, no, there's quite a few things in the in the news cycle to talk about tonight for sure. Uh, you know what's going on down at the uh, the border? What's going on off the coast of California with all those? Ships blocked up. Have you seen about that? What are they doing? What's going yeah. on out there? I, I saw that there's a bunch of ships out there, but what's going on out there? So pretty much what's going on is because of COVID restrictions, the loading docks, I don't know what bays, whatever you call them, I don't even know what you call them, they're, uh, they're, they've been short-staffed for quite some time. Uh, so that's causing backups. They can't unload ships as fast as they could before. Also, there for a little while, COVID... Uh, cleaning procedures really slowed things down I might be misunderstanding this but I'm pretty sure there for a little while in the in the heat of the pandemic anyway uh, they were actually having to like clean all of the equipment and stuff between each ship and so that alone added I'm sure hours to each to each uh, ship being unloaded and so anyway right now there's I think on the last count almost 80 cargo ships dot, uh, just kind of anchored off the coast of uh, California out, uh, by Los Angeles I think and according to uh, an article I read just today it's supposed to, they're saying that it, it's going to last through the new year this backup of ships and these ships are carrying everything from textiles to toys to electronics, you name it they, they, they've got everything on them Yeah, you know, Eight, I mean 80 cargo ships. I don't know if people quite fathom, or at least most people might not quite fathom, just how much product is on 80 cargo ships. I thought they were going to start like a cargo ship club. Like a yacht club. You know, out there. Start partying. Why not at this point, you know? Hey. You know, the other thing, that is crazy. The other thing, too, kind of going into just crazy things going on is... uh. What about that volcano? Oh, yeah, 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 I see that. That's crazy. I have seen some images of that. Yeah, no, no um, that's the image of all those ships all out the, there. All those ships just waiting to come in. Oh, man, yep. just... God, can you imagine the crews are probably so impatient, like, man. Oh, man, I can't. I feel bad for the crews out yeah, there, you know, real, just like... For real, can we just go home? Yeah. That's ridiculous. You're just sitting on a ship. For real. <clears throat> yeah, and who knows why, why they can't... Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Man, that's a wild... That is nuts. What about the uh, volcano... On that island, I did hear that, something about that. I, I haven't heard can, not the Canary Crete, right? Yeah, yeah, Crete. yeah. I don't know where. It, no, it's it's somewhere it right Crete? off of a. No, gotta, Crete had an earthquake. Yeah, we got to look this I up. I did see that. You can. Yeah, have you seen anything about like? Have you seen Canary images? Islands? Yeah. Is it the Canary Islands? I guess mm-hmm. I haven't seen this. A volcano. Yeah, erupted, I was like huh? taking over. They had a. Um, <clears throat> they had to evacuate a bunch of people. Really. No, it's like. 
it's blowing pretty big. You can see some images. It's like yeah. it's a pretty. Uh, huh. No, I had not seen that. Yeah, that's kind of another thing going down, man. Just right now, you know. Yeah, it's a uh, it's the island. The island is that is called La Palma, or I guess the volcano. Lava from La Palma volcano reaches the ocean. Oh wow! Yeah, look at that. Those are some amazing images. There's there's image from a space too. Y'all see it? Yep. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. We're sitting here looking yeah. at images, but yeah, yeah, I mean, y'all can look it up for yourselves too. That's something else that's kind of going on. That's pretty crazy. You know, the volcanoes, man. The fact that we just are well, sitting on volcanoes. You know, yeah. on on Venus, they say there is it. Wait, Mercury. Venus. Yeah, on Venus, they say there's a volcano the size of Mount McKinley or Denali. Right. You know, that's crazy yeah. to think about, right? Yep. Man. They say there's a super volcano under Yellowstone. How big is that? Is You know, I mean, they oh, say that could... That, they say that, that, no that if that thing now. goes off... I mean, just for... Like, I, I watched, like, a Discovery Channel special they had on it. You, you know, like, me, what if... You baby, what ain't if nothing but mammals. Yeah. You remember that song? <laughs> you remember that song? Hell yeah. Damn. <laughs> uh... You can never say but, Discovery Channel. Yeah, right, without that, that song popping <laughs> yeah, in your head. For real, for sure. every time. <laughs> for sure. Damn. Uh, every time. But, uh... Pretty much it was saying that if Yellowstone ever goes off, like, that's a, that, that's a world-changing volcano right there. Like, that's not just some little lava flow volcano. That's gonna be so, like a... They say, that, like... Uh, to block out uh, the sun for right, like the explosion long. alone, kind of like uh, Mount St. Helens when it went off. You know, I mean, I've seen the images. I don't know if there's any video exists of the actual uh, of the actual eruption, but I have seen the images taken during the eruption, and it looks like a freaking <laughs> like a big ass bomb or something. When like did that, that go off? Like, I the seventies, uh, maybe That'd the eighties. Crazy if there was like. A film that came out. They're like, yeah. who took this film? It's like, I don't know, some guy with the last name is the Pruder. Like, Dude, <laughs> that guy was everywhere. That guy was everywhere, man. Who did he work for? You right. Know? Uh, another Zapruder film, Mount St. Helens. Who's the Pruder? The guy who took the film of Kennedy assassination. Oh, just happened to be there. Imagine a camera set up in 1963, dude. Right. He happened to have that film going right at that time. Dude, that guy had the ultimate press pass <laughs> if he had the camera set up. Like. <laughs> For real, imagine, man, when he went to the, he went probably to official, like, whoever the officials, quote unquote, are, and was like, uh, yeah, we have this film, I have this film that I took it that day, man, they were probably, okay, we're gonna need that, sir, thank you, man, appreciate it, how much you want, 75 bucks, all right, you know, I wonder what happened on that exchange. Probably wouldn't even offer him money, and just be like, no, we're gonna take that now. Yeah, we're taking that out of your head, that's it. (laughs) For real. Man. Remember where we told you to set up? Did you get the footage? Dude. <laughs> you got that right? Great. Yeah. <laughs> Your name will forever go down as the guy who did this. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, you can Dude. have a video named after you forever, man. This is a Pruder film, you know? Yeah. That's wild, man. That's just crazy. Yeah, there's been there's been quite a few volcanoes, though, <clears throat> that have gone off in our lifetime, probably, or around our lifetime. Oh, all throughout history. Yeah, well, you know, for yeah. sure. Huh? I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. And who knows, really, you know, when one, when they say too, and I don't, I think this is like overblown, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but they say like, if these islands, like, if they shed off ever into the ocean, you know, they can cause all types of, uh, 
waves rolling, yeah, tsunamis yeah. and things, you know, real problems for people. So yeah. that's uh, just, it shows how fragile we are, you know, well, in right, the grand yeah. scheme of things as well, people. So as far as like a, a volcano, do y'all think that um, like all of the drilling and stuff that we're doing, we're pulling natural gases out of the, out of the earth, oils, do you think that we're like taking some of the supply of the whatever the yeah. fuck is here in the core of the yeah. earth. I was like, gonna say I think we talked about this one time, uh, and like, you know, I don't know, but it's like, crazy, right? I that is crazy. That. I mean, it's almost like that. are we taking the oil out of the engine? Yeah, you know, the heart, the heart of the earth <clears throat> yeah. is its core. Like, you know, like we're just pulling all the this earth shit is out of always it. just like plates. It's just plates sliding on top of each other. And yeah, stuff, we have you know? talked about this, and you, you know, it's kind of like are we taking the oil out of them plates? Possibly causing more earthquakes and stuff like that. I mean, I you know I don't know. I haven't. I'd like to see a uh, maybe like a, some sort of line graph or something like that showing has there been an increase in in earthquake activity recently. Like you know, or, or, or well, you know, here's plates the are thing. always moving. Yeah, but know? here's the thing: it it a catastrophe for human beings doesn't have to be that large on no, the grand scheme yeah. of things you know like no, if the plate, earth is gonna how, be here yeah how far does that how far does a plate usually gone. slide when an earthquake happens like a millimeter not even right like yeah not much what if one went two and a half inches all of a sudden rush i mean you would have oh, it'd be it'd be insane. yeah so it would leave, be catastrophic like, yeah i know truly no yeah if, if like out in the middle of the pacific right now some some shelf just decided to shift like you said just two inches yeah i mean that's all that water going two inches this way and then all this way. I mean, it would cause a massive tsunami. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it, we live in a very fragile... And a lot of human beings tend to live on the coastlines. When you look at, like, oh, states yeah. that have coastlines, most right. people live on the coastlines. Well, you know, uh, Travel, import, export, everything is... Heck, yeah. A lot of people... Beach time, yeah. you know what I'm saying? People when they like talk the about, like, Noah's Ark, you know, the flood of Noah's Ark and... Uh, a lot of people will say, like, you know, cultures all over the world have, have this, of, a story of the flood. And that's true. Cultures all over the world do have a, a story of an ancient flood. I mean, that's just, that's a fact. Uh, and anyway, you know, around 8,000 years ago is when the Ice Age had, it was, it was done. The, the last Ice Age was pretty much over by about 8,000 years ago. The glaciers had melted. All that water had gone into the sea. So between... Around seven and eight thousand years ago, the oceans probably rose about four hundred and fifty feet. That's huge. From all the water that was stored in these massive glaciers that had been on land for eons, <clears throat> suddenly yeah. went into the ocean. Ocean levels rose. Humans were definitely around seven or eight thousand years ago, and it definitely built civilizations and cities. And like you, like we just said, humans always tend to build their big, you know, especially ancient civilizations were on the sea. They got their food from the sea. They were able to travel and do commerce through the sea. And so, Atlantis. I mean, Atlantis, Atlantis, Gone. very well could be explained by this massive, uh, by this massive ocean level increase yeah, that took place sure. during this 450 time. Oh, feet. 450 I mean, feet. Look, that Florida's be, gone. Yeah. Oh, dude. You're talking about a, a, you're gonna have a completely different map if the ocean rises yeah. 450 feet, no doubt. Like, are there glaciers that exist today that could make it rise to that extent? <laughs> They've already I mean, disappeared. Yeah, the 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 huge land glaciers 
are gone, you know, from the, the from the ice age. Yeah, there used to be now, ice if all the ice at the poles melted, America. yeah, like if Antarctica melted, have big problem, bigger problems than just the ice melting. Oh that yeah, one. if we get to, if the if the Earth gets hot enough to where it doesn't have any polar caps, we, we yeah we've got problems long before then, no doubt about it. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. You know, it, we, I mean, through most of mankind's time on this planet. Even if you're going by the, the, the scientific, you know, like mainstream science says we've, we've been on this planet probably sometime, somewhere around 200,000 years. Like what you would be able to recognize as a human being has been on the planet for about 200,000 years. And even in all that time, that was mostly Ice Age. You know, we are a species that, that kind of came out of that, you know, came out of that colder climate you know i don't know yeah. like it could become a problem if the earth was to get too hot i think i mean isn't there some kind of sci-fi movie where the earth has become so hot and all civilization has to like go underground or something like that i can't remember i'm sure there yeah. is if there's not come on guys let's yeah get, right girls let's get together and <laughs> yeah. and whatever other you know right <laughs> no. you know but uh you know, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I don't yeah. know. But, well, uh, and but, going yeah. back, but and then in the past 150, 100 years or so, uh, this this uh, extraction of oil, man, to answer to, from, from my oh, point yeah, of view. Oh, yeah, we were talking Yeah, about. from my point of view <laughs> on your... Well, no, but I mean, it's really answering the question kind back. of... Yeah. It all loops back. I think, of course, it has some effect. To say it has no effect would be like... that. It, it's convenient to say that it just... Yeah, it's not... Come on. Yeah. You know, it's not doing anything. To say and and no to effect, some extent, to there's no cause and effect. Yeah, the Earth will probably be fine, but what about our ability to live on here comfortably without having real like we're toast problems? Dude. Human beings are toast. Well, maybe, <laughs> may, but we're I mean, toast. we're toast in the grand Crispy. scheme of things. The Earth is gonna outlive us all. Well, everything no in the every, yeah, but everything in the universe is even the Earth itself. One day is toast. Yeah, you one know, day so. when our sun becomes a red giant, it'll literally engulf our orbit. <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, yeah, that'll happen one day. So I mean, to say that you know, yeah, I mean, that it's it's true in that way, and that's why I think faith is actually a very positive thing for people to find is faith, you know, and like faith and whatever that means for different people. But uh, I, you know, for our time now, for the time we live in now, I mean, I, I don't think we're making our ability to live. We're not helping ourselves out. You know, we were talking a couple of episodes after Ida hit Hurricane Ida. There's a spill in the Gulf from like various different pipes. And the companies that were starting to clean it up started to dispute that it was even their pipes. They were like, these are just old pipes. We don't even know who these are. So meanwhile, the oil's just spilling out in the Gulf. <laughs> you know, meanwhile, you know, everyone's complaining about all these other things. So it's not even, you can't even find stories about it. It's just gone. You know, yep. there's no pressure to clean it up. You know, and I'm sure someone's taking care of it but what is that i mean what type of devastation how much longer can you do that right you know you can't and, take care of it until there's 95 percent vaccination but yeah, yeah 98 <laughs> i was saying dude with some of these yeah. pipes what they should do when they spill is they should fucking put a mask on <laughs> you know when they when the pipes break put a mask on put the pipe on, yeah and that'll stop it yeah you got it you know <laughs> might be doing some good yeah from the earth, yeah. Hey, did you see that oh, basket somewhere? Right? Did you see that basketball player named uh, Jonathan Isaac uh -uh. for the Magic? 
Man, we should he play came that, out, man. He came out. Well, we will play it. We will yeah. play it. But he came out with like the most. Uh, man, he came out with the most. Just he was swinging. Probably no, the most, no, 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 no. Articulate. articulate. Yeah, it was, yeah. It most was articulate a, response to why are you hesitant about vaccines? About getting, or not necessarily about vaccine, but about getting the COVID vaccine, right? All right, here we go. I'll play this real quick. This is Jonathan Isaac, 23-year-old for the for the uh, Orlando Magic. Jonathan, Josh Robbins with The Athletic. Uh, what is it about the vaccine that, that makes you uh, hesitant to, to, to get it? Uh, I, I would start with, um, I've, I've had COVID um, in the past, and so our, our understanding of antibodies, of natural immunity has... Uh, changed a, a great deal from the onset of the pandemic and is still evolving um i understand that the vaccine would uh, um help if, if, if you catch covid and uh you'll be able to have less symptoms um from contracting it but with me having covid in the past and having antibodies um with my current um age group and uh, uh fitness physical fitness level um it's not necessarily a fear of mine uh taking the vaccine um like i said it would decrease my chances of uh, uh having a severe reaction, but it does open me up to the, albeit rare chance, but the possibility of having an adverse reaction to the vaccine itself. Um, I don't believe that being unvaccinated means infected or being vaccinated means um, uninfected. You can still catch COVID um, with or without having the vaccine. Um, I would say, honestly, the, the, the craziness of it all in terms of not being able to say that it should be everybody's fair choice without being demeaned or um, talked crazy to doesn't uh, make one comfortable to do what said person is uh, telling them to do. Um, yeah, I, I would say that's that's a couple of the reasons that, um, you know, I would say I, I'm hesitant at this time, but at the end of the day, uh, I don't feel that it is, um, you know, anyone's reason to come out and say, well, this is why or this is not why. It should just be their decision. and. Um, you know, loving your neighbors, not just loving those that, that agree with you or look like you or uh, move in the same way that you do. It's, it's uh, uh, you know, loving those who don't. Holy, dude. Yeah, no, he I know. Yeah, right? he, he absolutely laid it down. I mean, pretty good. That was a very articulate response, you know, very, yeah. I mean, how I do a, you rebut that? You know? I have his jersey in the mail coming on the mail. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, he, he's 23 years old, man. Like, I'll tell you what. That was a. Uh, that was that was pretty pretty well said. I'd say actually. I mean, just in every which way. Yep. And it, I mean, yeah. Dang. You know. Yeah. That dude's on top of it for sure. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and they're gonna try to take his job if he doesn't if he doesn't get the vaccine. You know, I but I mean, you know, if, like so. Let's say if you're if you're a player of this, if you're this convicted, you know, I was just thinking about this because we kind of had this talk about Shikari Richardson, that sprinter who tested for marijuana. Remember? Yep. And remember Ricky Williams? You know Ricky Williams? Yeah. You know he retired early because he wanted to smoke weed, and he was like, I mean, so when you sign a contract, especially if you've been in the league for like three or four years, so you've gotten that secondary contract, you're a multimillionaire at that point. You know, and so you, you, you know, if you ever feel like you're in a position to where it's going to cost you your job and you haven't made that much money, you know, you have to make a very hard decision. That's that sucks to be put in that situation. But if you're somebody who's been blessed to make a little bit more money already, 
and they put you in that situation. You actually have quite a bit of leverage, if especially if you're a star player, and you can get other star players on the same page. Right. That's what they have a union for, really, man. A players' association, you know. Yeah. But you know, man, that's a slippery slope, especially if you have all your star players. That I mean, you know. You well, talk about a slippery slope. I mean, think about what like New York is doing with their healthcare workers. Isn't that like today? Like tomorrow, they've got to be off the job if they're not vaccinated. Something like eighty-five thousand healthcare workers. N- yeah, yeah, yeah. Nurses. The frontline workers are fired remember. tonight. If they don't get back, if they don't get vaccinated, well, see, and actually, like, you actually hit it. It's, it. See, this isn't the NBA that's doing this. It's actually like if you want to play in Golden State, let's say the Magic play Golden State. Golden State, man, it, to walk in that arena, you have to be vaccinated. He can't play that game. So his team's going to be like, dude, and a lot of if you go to New York, if you play the Knicks, have to be vaccinated. You know, for it's same thing with the UFC, for fighters who want to fight in New York City. They yep. have to, all have to be vaccinated or they can't go there. But a lot of them don't want to go there because they get their taxes taken away anyways. But anyways, I mean, that's just something else, but right. for real, you know. But, yeah, like you're saying, in Australia, man, the, it, it's the same thing. That's oh, what man. that's what the big f- fight is over there. But it's happening here, too, and people, just everyday people are like teachers, um, other, other professionals, firefighters, uh, police officers are all losing their positions because... They don't want to get the vaccinations, you know, and they're risking their uh, they're risking their livelihoods, you know, which is which is crazy. But I think every person has to make that decision on their own. But, dude, I couldn't if if I really don't want to get a shot for my own convictions, what no matter what that be, which is obvious. Right. I cannot envision myself walking into a place to get injected with whatever it is they're concocting here. Yeah. I don't believe it's something evil or something like that. I'm not even saying that for real. Right. I'm just saying that like I don't that's not I don't see the need for myself to do that right now. I'm not not, not at that phase where I need that, you know. Right. And, or do I want that? I don't want any I don't want anything forced for sure, but especially things rushed through I wouldn't even yep. want <clears throat> vaccinations that have been tested for years, really. I mean, I'd even be hesitant to anything, really. People right. putting something like that. I just, I don't like it, man. Yep. It, that's But <clears throat> if I really had that conviction, man, I would, it's hard to break that. It's really hard to say, okay, I'm going to go get this shot. Right. You know? I mean. Yep. I didn't even get no. the flu shots, bro. Yeah, I've never gotten either. I don't. I've never got. I don't get the flu shot either. Yep. And there's some people swear by them. I'm like, cool. Yeah, and that's great. Yeah, again, exactly, man. Go get three. Yeah, again, do whatever you want, man. No problem. And maybe it does work for a lot of people. That's great. You know, there's that's that's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with that. But I don't think it has to be one or the other. I was gonna say, like, the real anti-vaxxers to me actually yeah. are not the people who want to get uh, who don't want to get vaccinated or who have questions it's actually the people who want to mandate it and force it upon people because they're going to make people never want to trust to get vaccinated or to get any type of shot you know like after this they're going to be like the head of the FDA who resigned just a few weeks ago we talked about it on the show uh, in his resignation speech he said that the actions they're doing are going to discredit vaccinations for generations. 
There's, you're going to have now generations of people who are going to be hesitant of vaccines. Generations of distrust. <laughs> right. Like, well, um, a system I mean, that most people you know, have a hard time trusting anyway. Whenever they got government involved in people's well-being, like there's there's a problem. Yeah, yeah, and businesses, and where you can go, where you can't go, who can go. I mean, no, it, this. But is, you know, the good look, news that, is that that's a slippery slope. Are starting to stand up to it. Are starting. Even sure. celebrities are starting to come out. The tide, yeah, and, the tide is you know, changing for sure. I was thinking about this the other day. It could be very comparable. This could be very comparable to like our Stamp Act. You know, of like the 1760s. I, I brought know? that up to you the other yeah. day, a while back. This I was is like, like we're our in the Stamp, Stamp Act, Act man. Yep. You know, the Stamp Act so was about this, was about yeah. 15 years before the revolution actually started, and it was just this, you know, pretty much mandate that the British government made, and the the whole all the colonials just were like, a no, yeah. that they put on right. Well, all it, of the colonial, it pretty much made it to where it, it was called the Stamp Act because all official, anything that had to be officially put on paper had to be uh, had to be of the special paper that had this stamp on it. This oh yeah, we've talked approved, about this yeah. actually. We have talked and about so this. And so that's why it was called the Stamp Act. And so, I, man, I was reading about this just the other day in, in the uh, Conceived in Liberty by Murray Rothbard. Uh, the Volume 3 talks about this. But uh, he was talking about how they, when the British would unload this paper like it, when it, when the Stamp Act first went into effect, first of all, all the people who came out and said, "Yeah, they'll be the Stamp Master," either got their houses <laughs> torched, yeah, or got nobody. Or was, got, yeah, no, yeah. nobody. By by the time the Stamp Act actually took effect, there was nobody in the colonies who was even willing to enforce the Stamp Act. First of all, yeah, and then once the stamped paper actually made its way to the colonies. A lot of times the colonists destroyed it, literally just burned it wherever it got delivered to. They, you know, they they would just they just were not going to have it. You know, and this was 15 years, mind you. This was 15 years before the revolution started. Yeah, it was not you like know, it was a the, month later. Yeah, right. You know, the revolution was. I mean, a things lot of people associate a lot slower. Like, uh, things happened at a lot slower pace back then, though, too. Right. Well, things I mean, you traveled know, at a slower pace. Things, things still happen at it. You know, I mean, things still take time, especially for organic revolutions like the American Revolution. To take place, you know, it even talks about it in the uh, in the Declaration of Independence. You know, they even talk about how men, most men, are willing to suffer, you know, through government tyranny, you know, as long as the tyranny is sufferable, basically. Yeah. You know, but there be, there comes a point when it's not sufferable anymore. And even like the the Boston Massacre, which is what a lot of people think of when they think of the like what started the American Revolution or stuff like that. A lot of people will say like, oh, the Boston Massacre. Even that was. 1770. That was five years before the first shots were fired. You know? Yeah. And, uh, but things were already heating up with the people that were fed up with it. Like, like, right. which is why you're brought... That, I'm, I'm assuming that's why you brought it up. And that's why I brought it up before because yeah. that's where people are. People are fed up with the bullshit. Yep. Like, just let us live our lives. Go back. Rewind to 2019, 2018. <laughs> yeah. Life was fucking good. We were still bitching. <laughs> we bitched yeah. about other things. Yeah. <laughs> but it was not the government shutting down and taking everybody's job. Right. And then trying to profit on people going back to work and them saying, oh, job numbers have increased more over the past stock year than market, they have Stock market's higher than ever. 
Yeah, so, whatever. It, it's Dude. obviously rigged, you know. I mean, it's obviously been rigged for a long time, but it's obviously, uh, you know, they they control the booms and busts, man. There's you know, people so have talked about this, yeah. No. Manufactured and yeah. thrown in our face and thrown in our plate, and finally people are saying, you're not shoving it down my throat anymore. I'm going to tell you this, though, right now, man. This yep. is, the problem is with this is it is a breaking point because... Uh, they're not gonna give way to this to this power. It may not even come in the form of COVID. Like I think they're really. I think they know that they've lost this battle. Look at the football games. I was saying this last week, dude. There was a uh, there was a Los Angeles Rams fan, and yeah. they're kicking the extra point, and the uh, the person holds up the sign and says unvaxxed. <laughs> you know, because you have to be vaccinated yeah. to be in the arena in LA. It is oh, awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So you're Las seeing Vegas. it, dude. You're seeing it in the culture, oh, yeah. in American culture, from across the board. You know, yeah. with Nicki Minaj, that everything, every you know, this this young basketball player, and also other basketball players, a lot of athletes speaking out about it and not wanting to get, uh, you know, and standing up to the. I think that I really think the establishment's going to move on to another issue, and I think it's going to be something like global warming and like yeah. what we were talking about earlier. But this, the other thing, just like they're the people like that are the real anti-vaxxers that try to push mandates. The people that try to push mandates with global warming, you know, and have all these like agendas, you know, and like p- try to force people to do it. Right. They're the ones that make people not really care. You know, yeah. like edu- if you really educate people and let them make decisions and give them the power to, you know, slowly transform their lives and make proper decisions, I think people would consider doing that if they were educated. That's the only way. You can't force people to do things. Right. That and that's the mistake <clears throat> they always make. But the controls that come along with these things are not going to go away, man. They're going to continue until people really have to push back. But you're seeing it. Look around if you watch. Like I, I mentioned only one site last week, Rebel News. Yeah. You know, you can watch uh, alternative, any type of alternative media, that, especially that's on the ground, interviewing real people. There's a lot of businesses out there in places where the lockdowns are going on or like they have to show vaccine passports right. that aren't enforcing the law, that aren't, that are standing up, you yeah. know, and saying no. So, you know, it, it is definitely happening. But to what extent will it happen and how long will it, will it take to really progress or will it progress or will it just go away you know it's not i mean that's not my prediction i don't think it'll go away right you said er something earlier that i've been thinking a little bit about too and it's like when you look for those those trigger points of like how you know things can really escalate the border is a really big issue you know because it could like there's people that live in this state that are like probably more concerned about it than people that live in washington dc like the shirt you have on is perfectly yeah. You know, uh, not Texas. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs> you know, like someone in Washington D.C. Like when when uh, Jesse Jackson went down to Del Rio and got heckled. We were talking yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> that was great, man. That was get actually out of here. yeah. Oh, <laughs> Go back man. to New York. You know, because <laughs> no, they're just down there, just whipping people. Yeah, but here, but here, but for real, here in Texas, like you know, man, we people down here, I'm sure, care. They have family that are on the border patrol officers they have family in in border towns they want to see peace and no disruption they want to live like everybody else and they are the same way and 
I mean, it's crazy. You just can't allow that to happen. And if that does happen, then what's Texas going to do about it? I mean, no. What's crazy is Matthew that you got fucking fifteen thousand Haitian people to just show up overnight. Like, you freaking yeah. kidding me? Like, and then all of a sudden the media is covering the border. Yeah, right. Biden was bashed ever since he got elected for not doing anything about the border, and then all of a sudden. Whenever he finally does speak about the border, it's because there's a fucking city that popped up overnight, and they're bringing them into the United yeah. States. And he and actually bashed. He actually yep. bashed the border patrol officers. Yeah, saying that they're gonna pay. That's what you're gonna say, yeah. to, dude. That, that dude. That was. That's pretty messed up. I think they need you to know? send about fucking forty of them to go live with him and <laughs> all of his. <laughs> yeah, cronies that follow him around every day. I yep. mean, it's obvious to me that that. Um, there needs to be an easier path to citizenship for people that have worked in this country. I do believe there is a problem with that and has been. That people who have worked in this country for a long time can't get citizenship. Imagine how they feel. Oh, I was just talking that, about this. That have not become citizens. <clears throat> that have been working here for 15 years legally yeah. and are not a citizen. Have done everything right. And they just see people crossing in here. Right. Dude, that's that's like a slap in the face, man. That's right. pretty, that's messed up on every level, really. No, and I was just talking about this earlier today. You know, like, heck, what we're seeing in Los Angeles. There's all that. They have shortages for workers on those unloading docks. Hell, man. You got 15,000 Haitians sitting underneath the bridge. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. a couple of those guys can operate a crane. Yeah. I, bet those, I bet a few of those guys can haul some, you know... Box it out, you know, do something that has to do with unloading those things. You know, if they want, if they're here to work, you know, and actually be uh, productive citizens, I have absolutely no problem with them coming into this country, you know. But if they're here to, if they're just here to suck on the welfare tit, you know, and try and get a free pass, that's this the country, problem. They're here to work right? until they mm-hmm. learn the game. Yeah, right. And then yeah, they play yeah, the yeah. game because, because like, the yeah. system because the system is set up the way the system is set up to absorb them is it, it it's gonna it's gonna put pressure on our right. system. We're not you know the problem is not that people should you're right people that want to work and that have are are wanting refuge in America want to come here and work on visa and become a citizen. They should. That's what. There should be right. an easier path. For yeah, they sure. deserve. A, they deserve to live in freedom too but, and have yeah. freedom. But the precedents that this sets that you can just get basically smuggled across Mexico by cartels, I guess. Right. And, I mean, this is not the way to go about it. You know, like, this is the problem. You know, it's not, it's just crazy, man. Like, it's just really crazy. And it really is, dude. It's actually really a threat to people that live around our areas, for sure. I mean, because you don't know. I mean. That's a lot of people, dude. 15,000 people. Well, and even so, when you're dealing with debt, what if people, you know, get into the country and, get into these harsh lands and they become desperate people at that point, which is sad. I mean, you have to deal with it one way or the other. And most actually, I was saying like a lot of people that I know that work in the oil fields and stuff, they say like when they see people that they know have crossed the border and are just trying to hoof it out, yeah, they've like even like gone and like left bottles of water and yeah. things for them. Yeah, so people are cool. I mean, but, but again, just because we're cool doesn't mean that that's the right way to go about right. it. You know, there has to be a just better way. Just because I don't want you to die in the desert yeah. doesn't mean I agree with what, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know. Don't want to see that happen, man. People are more humane than that. Right. But, and But then you come out, and the only time that anyone from 
Washington or from the White House comes out and says anything about it is when they say these old cowboys are, are whipping people like they used to, which seems to be... Worse than kind, slavery. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that's just... In fact, here, I got the video pulled up, so I just got to play it real quick. I don't it's know what's only, up uh, with the race baiting, man. It's, I don't oh, know what's man, up with the so race baiting. Yeah. It's so ridiculous, you know. And, and so I, this is my uh, 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 dumbass of the week, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I would say, is uh, Maxine Waters. For uh, this comment, and this is only about a twenty-eight, like a twenty-second video, but we're gonna we're, we're gonna listen to this real quick. I'm pissed. I'm unhappy, and I'm not just unhappy with the cowboys who were running down Haitians and using their range to whip them. I'm happy with the administration. What the hell are we doing here? What we witness takes us back hundreds of years. What we witnessed was worse than what we witnessed in slavery. This bitch saw like a five-second video clip and wants to talk about it oh, like what man. she witnessed. And you know what's really she crazy? She never even been to Del Rio. Maxine Waters Smack is old enough that she should fucking know better. Yeah. Maxine Waters is old enough. She should be able to remember some real racism. Hold on. But she's rich okay. enough and well-connected well enough to where she doesn't care. <laughs> because it's in her comfort level to keep the system the way it is. And right now what they tell people in that system is that that race is the number one issue and that what co- you know there there dude there are places that are basically trying to resegregate people. Oh, there's colleges. You know. I mean that's crazy, dude. Colleges that have just they straight up have black dorms and white dorms. Like that's happening. <laughs> that is happening. Who is this bro? In America. Who is Maxine Waters? I know I've seen her before. But what is she like? What is her? Isn't she? Uh, she's like a senator, right? Or yeah, she's, she's a congresswoman. A sen- yeah, senator. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, something. I don't know. Yeah, she's in. She's in or either house. the house or senate. She's either okay. a senator or representative. Yeah, yeah. yeah she for is what? A... Like which state? Damn. Uh, no, well, yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, now, now you're putting us on the spot. Hold on, let's find out. Let's <laughs> well, find out. I, I've seen her before yeah, in no, news she's, articles, she's but been, I don't know. I'm just asking for. Can I can I say that it's a state that you're never gonna live in? Well, well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure of that. <laughs> no, but it is this, that. how can people at that level make statements that are so ill-advised? Like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with she you? Is, she is serving as a representative for California's 43rd oh. congressional, congressional district since 1991. Is that a border district, the congressional district? Is she like in the by Tijuana in California, or no, does she have any business? So she has been in Congress since out. before I was born. Since the year before I was born, she has been in Congress. Not thirty years. You. She's been in Congress thirty years. I guarantee you, she's never once been to Del Rio. Or well, even they said that someone said the other day, ask if ask ask uh, Silent P, oh, the Silent Pasaki, if uh, <laughs> <Silent> <laughs> if. Uh, if Joe Biden has ever even been to the border, and they're like, you know, let me, I'd have to know, you know, like she, basically, no, no, she yeah. doesn't. Uh, uh, Los Angeles, it's a district in Los Angeles. So L.A. L.A. It's a district right within L.A. Basically. Wow. No, but I just don't think that it's healthy. Look, it would be ignorant to ignore atrocities that has happened in this country before, like to the creation of this country. Bad things happen. I don't ignore that. It shouldn't be ignored, for sure. But but in order to move forward, you have to 
you have to move forward. Yeah. And you have to also look at the way, look at how far this country has traveled in a short amount of time to where, I mean, it would man, be look at... <laughs> it'd be ignorant to ignore it, but it's also ignorant to speak on it. Yeah. And, whenever or, you don't have any knowledge yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like sit there I, and try to bring, bring those policies back to when people... From every which way of life, fought to have those those things a- away, you know, and pushed away. I think it's a disservice. Uh, I think it's a disservice to humanity too, because again, freedom is a young idea. Of course, it's going to have its flaws. It's going to have its early, uh, you know, problems. But yep. look at this: there's still countries who have slavery today. Yep. You know, one of which being Libya. Oh. In which Libya, we bombed out and got rid of their their ruler, dictator or not, their ruler in in the Obama administration, and now now the, you know there's still there there's so much history of slaves. Man, every single race on this planet has been a slave at some point. Like every, no matter what color, you can trace back and say, okay, every color of skin has been a, has been some sort of a slave, or it has some some history they could revert back to. Right. It's not good. That sucks. It shouldn't ever go on. Damn sure shouldn't go on. Just like kidnapping shouldn't go on. Yep. You know, does that mean Human you can... Yeah, you can try to stop it. People can collectively try to, you know, network and not allow things like that and, and tell each other when things like that are happening so you know that, you know, but really, man, uh, the worst thing you can do is completely hyper-focus your whole entire society on these issues that we've been working through and done a pretty exceptional job for our country. Best golfer of our lifetime, Tiger Woods. Half Asian, half black. You know? I mean, Barack Obama became president. We went over this all, you know? Bill Cosby. You know what? Let's let's blank out on Bill Cosby right now. Yeah. You know? Right. I'm just kidding. Dave Chappelle, best <clears throat> comedian. Richard Pryor. Eddie Murphy. You know, Dave Chappelle actually has that funny skit, though. Where he's like, uh, like talking like there's like a like a kid from like the ghetto in some inner city, and he's like some black kid, and his grandpa's talking to him or something. I can't remember exactly what this yeah. kid is. I'm probably completely torturing it. Go look it up sometime, right? You know, and just type in. It's hilarious, dude, the way he delivers it. But he's like, uh, look, man, you know, you can have hope. You know, if you want to get out of this this neighborhood, you know, if you want to get out of this life, what you got to do is learn how to rap or play basketball. Or, you yeah. know, it's like for a lot, you know, I mean. But our society, like this, this, the, the good parts about the way the society has become is definitely that, that no matter where you come from or what you do, you can start a business, you can compete and make a, you can become rich, you can become famous, right. you can have people that follow you, no matter, look at it, it's all there to yep. watch. Some of the best athletes in the world are from all different parts of the world, you know? It's so I I think to ignore that is really really foolish for our society. Right. Just does not make any sense to me. What doesn't make any sense to me about Maxine Waters and the comment I just heard <laughs> is the fact that she didn't just respond by saying Haitians in Del Rio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. What the fuck? No, nah, yeah. man. No, nah, <laughs> on that level, they always have like, deeper agendas. They skipped, yeah. they skipped like a whole bunch of shit. Like the first thing, Maxine Waters. What do you think about um, fifteen thousand Haitians in Del Rio and the Cowboys rounding them up on horseback? She says that fifteen thousand Haitians in Del Rio. Yeah, well, and the, what she really should have said is, what? "What does what does that have to do with Los Angeles?" Yeah, right. exactly. 
Where did they come from? Yeah. I mean, what? What? This is worse than slavery. Del Rio has a Texas. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> Del Rio has a Texas. No. <laughs> we had no idea. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah well, and that—that's just what that is. That was political theater at its finest. Oh yeah. And it's it, this, these are great ways for people to see, and I think pe- so many people in the world see through this. It's so obvious. I mean. People marching through the streets all over the world are, are are they know what's up with the mainstream media. That's part of their objective, you know. That's part that's part of their enemy, really, is the mainstream media. Right. For not reporting and falsely reporting and lying. The mainstream media has almost become like the enemy of the people, really. I mean yeah. they're just they're just uh they're just the propaganda branch of the of the government, you know. The only uh, thing they were right about is two weeks to slow the spread. Two weeks to close, yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. Oh no, two you weeks know. to flatten the curve. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Yeah, up in up in up in New York, you know, they're they're like we were talking about earlier. They're about to fire eighty thousand, eighty plus thousand healthcare workers. Can you workers. even believe that, and so, man? That's just uh, what the governor has done is activated man. the National Guard. The National Guard will now be going in and taking over. Oh yeah, over. I saw yeah. that. So two weeks to spread, uh, two weeks to slow the curve, has turned into military-run hospitals. Yeah. All right. So yeah, yeah. Let's see what, <laughs> what if it turns out that people in the National Guard now are like, "Hey, by the way, <clears throat> we're going to come in and take care of this, but we're not vaccinated." We're not, oh, I was just oh, about man. to say that the National <laughs> yeah. Guard, actually, as of right now, the National Guard is the only branch of the military that is not required to get to be vaccinated. Well, this could get interesting. Yeah. You know? Wow, that just got interesting. <laughs> yeah, right. Really. Yeah. You know, man, fun. this is why reality TV died. This is why reality TV died. Trump brought it in. Trump brought reality TV into <laughs> politics, I guess. You know, because it like, it's, it things oh, just got man. real. You know what I mean? Things yep. just got real. I guess it's here right now. Who needs to watch reality I'll TV? I'll be back. I'll be back in 2024. It's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gonna man. be great. Yeah. It's gonna be beautiful. <laughs> I'm gonna be the best. I'm gonna be the best We're almost president. No. man. I'm gonna be the best president ever. Even better than me, I was president before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, surprised, like, I'm surprised he hasn't even he hasn't said that already. Like, yeah. there's got to be yeah. a clip of him saying that. Like, I'm gonna be even better than me. <laughs> Look, oh, man, no, man. Yeah, think about like, this. Think about this. What is the world really like? Like, you know, this, to say that everything's kind of the same kind of feel. I mean, if this guy runs and he really like comes close to winning or wins. You know, what does the world look like at oh, that point? Oh, man. If Trump comes back and wins in 2024... It will remind me of the shredder at the end of the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. When you know, his arm, yeah, comes, his arm through comes up through, through the debris. Or the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, when he would sit up, you know. <laughs> Trump comes back and sits up. But damn, man. It is oh, for man. real. Like... Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know what would happen to you. Think that's the end? Like that is that's the official. It would end probably be some sort of breaking point. Like it would probably be like this whole this whole, we've been thinking this whole time that it's going to be the that it's going to be the conservative right that that ends up rebelling. If Trump was to come back and win, it would probably be the other way around. It would most likely be the liberal left pulling a revolution. I mean, or at yeah. least trying to. Yeah. I mean, I don't so do you know. Think, you know uh, so do you marching think... around and chanting <laughs> yeah. revolution. Yeah. Do you if think... if um, what we saw January 6th was an insurrection. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, that's another thing. The revolution is going to be just a little march. They said that there was like, there was like, um, 
I, I really, you have to look more into this, but that there was like some type of like agent provocateur in the January oh, 6th that it came out, that that was... Well, and not only that, uh, just a couple keep, of weeks ago. Keep talking, I'll, I'll uh, try to find this. Like last week, they had the Justice for J6 rally in Washington. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, dude, you seen the pictures of no. the guy? Oh, man. <laughs> there's pictures of like, it was a real small crowd that showed up for it. And there's a picture of them, they're all like some cop looking motherfuckers, dude. <laughs> like, dude, there was three people arrested at the at this. One of them Hey Ricky, was, Ricky, you're still wearing your bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. No. One of them, one of the people arrested was an, an undercover FBI agent who once he showed his badge was escorted to a safe zone somewhere away. Like oh dude, it, it was all just I guarantee you like half the people there were probably undercover cops. Wow. You know? That's that, that's what they want though. They want it looks like they won. But even like even Trump even Trump came out in a statement like a couple of days before and said, "Do not go to this rally." Yeah, uh-huh, I saw yep. that. So it was a very low turnout and the only people who did turn out were cops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading this too. I'm trying yeah. to find this to see if this is right. This this uh this New York Times headline says among those who marched into the Capitol on January 6th, an FBI informant. So I guess the FBI apparently had people implanted. Their records show that FBI informant marched from the Washington Monument to the Capitol, told his handle that Trump supporters were entering the building. <laughs> But why would, I guess my question is, why would there be an FBI informant in this crowd? I mean, and how, see, this is what we were saying with Joe, too, is like, this is how they squash real protests and real movements. Yeah. They put provocateurs in, no matter what. And whenever things get get to where they feel like they're, they can't have them a certain way, or or, or public sentiment's on their, not on their side, then then they, they create chaos. Yep. And then it, then the sentiment turns against it and people don't support it. Yep. You know, it's like, I feel like that that's something that really, really happens a lot. And people have to be cautious of, you know. But, man, I mean, January 6th, that whole thing, it's just, man, I'll tell you what day I dread. You know, that's my dad's birthday. I, I was thinking that the other really? day. I was like laughing. I was like, man, sorry, dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you know, but like I just like dread the year anniversary of that, and and the, just the oh, nonsense. Yeah. There's you know? gonna be so many news broadcasts yeah. about it. Candle. One year since the insurrection. Yeah. Candlelight vigils. Yeah. Hash, hashtag one surrection. You know, yeah. like what? No, there'll be some stupid thing that goes on. You know, and people just, you know, they they never ask the question. This is the thing that just gets me about this. Like when Black Lives Matter, when people really, when that what started like from an as an organic movement before it got politicized, right. and the media grabbed a hold of it and made it like from people that feel like that they live in a community where they don't have a good relationship with the police, right? Like at the very core of that, it's like uh, no one ever asked like like why are these people? What makes these people quit what they're doing in life? These and people? Do, and, and do well, well. Anyone <laughs> protesting, go to January sixth. Yeah. What oh, makes? Oh, yeah, yeah. What make? What makes these people? You know, yeah. uh, and at January sixth, get move on from their life to go out and do this. Right. Like, if these are people 
that are willing to just stop what they're doing in life to get out and march in the streets or, you know, try to get their point across. Like, why not try to listen to them and, like, hear what they're saying and ha- and communicate about what they're saying, whether you agree or disagree, rather than just, like, condemning them or, better yet, you know, shooting them down or, or better yet, putting informants in there that very well could have possibly been a part of why it all got crazy you know it only takes a few provocateurs for to create that mob mentality yeah but what you, you know? said to listen to them or change what you're putting out there for them to listen to like obviously people are showing up there january 6th because they're fed up with all the bullshit that they're hearing for real in the media who the fuck is in control of putting that bullshit out there dude like who puts that bullshit out there is yeah. what i want to know the elites they obviously know that vast majority of the people are just soaking it in like a sponge, man. Oh, yeah. And then they go out and they go and they try to do something. The majority of the people there were not trying to get in the White House. If they were, they would have got in a lot A very small majority even got to that point, really. Yeah. And then an even smaller majority went into the the Capitol. Yeah, so the, the majority of the people there were not there for... An insurrection. No. Yeah. At all. But that's how it got turned. That's we how said, it Well, you know, we had... I don't know if you ever went back and listened to that episode with my with my dad, with Joe, that we did in here. That was probably one of the most heated debates we've had on this show, yeah. I would say. And if not the most heated debate, you know. And we were actually talking about this with... Yeah, but I actually see where Joe's coming from as well. Because Joe's trying to blow the line and like, no... When when people start looting and burning things down, I'm gonna. That's when I lose touch, and that's exactly the emotion that they play upon, right. because they know that most people don't want to see that. They don't want to see things getting looted and broken down. But that's why, if you put provocateurs in a movement like that, you can quickly turn sentiment against it, right. because people naturally just want to, you yeah. know. All of a sudden, be like, "No, nah, I don't support that at all." As a matter of fact, I, I want to go down there and protect those people's businesses and things. Right. I don't want that to happen. A little now, the whole thing gets lost. Right. Of why a whole community of our country is out protesting, you know, and and we don't even have communication about what people feel. Right. You know, whether they're liberals or whatever, whoever it is. I mean. Yeah. You know, this is how you communicate. It's how it has to work if it's going to work. You know. Well, I also think that uh, you know, just like. The sentiment of just like, oh, well, a business got looted, so I, you know, I can't support that. You know, I can't support anything about what they're doing. You know, I think that that's, uh, I don't think that that's the greatest mentality to have. I mean, just earlier we were talking about the Stamp Act, right? And we were talking about how people who came forward and said that they would be the Stamp Master, some of them got their houses burned down. You know, some of them got literally tarred and feathered through the streets. Some of them had their businesses torched, stuff like that. Dang. You man. know? I mean, think about it, you know, today, you'd have your same supposedly anti-government conservatives, they would detest something like that. They'd be the Tories back in 1770 saying, oh, you know, look what the, look how these people are disrespecting the king, you know, I, you know, yeah. I, something like that. You know, every, these organic movements, they're going to, there's going to be the instances of chaos. You know, there's always going to be the instances of chaos when you have enough people upset about Even if something. it is mob mentality. Even right. if it's not provocateurs. Right. Even if you it's know, yeah. Do, people was getting Was it nuts. provocateurs that burned down the Stamp Master's house, you know, in yeah. 17, you know, during the Stamp Act? No, it probably wasn't. It was probably a pissed off colonist 
right? Yeah. <laughs> you no, know? Sure. So, uh, I think it's, I probably, it was probably Oswald. It was probably, <laughs> yeah. Put it on him. Right? <laughs> Put it on that guy. Hoffa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Jimmy Hoffa did it. Right. Right. <laughs> Put it on all the martyrs, all the, <laughs> yeah. Man, it's a, uh, it, it is definitely just, like the times are so so if Trump gets elected it's all it's all all bets are off but even on the other side of that you know if uh you know if I don't think Biden you know I mean Biden I honestly be do not see I, do, I do not see Biden God. doing a second term I I have to believe that he would step aside and let somebody else run for a second term. Yeah, so something's something going to go like down. Something like that. Something's got to go down. I I cannot. But will see. but will you know? There's always these, these inevitable these inevitable like wild cards that nobody ever sees. You know that right. we they always pop up. You know, oh, yeah. uh, like a Mexican guy. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want right. to say it, but no, we need a Mexican president. That's right, dude. For that real. just come out of left field. Yeah. Just like President Rodriguez. Yeah. What? Yeah. What's going on in Del Rio, Wade? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll come like Grandma. We'll put it into that uh, shit quick. Robin Williams joke where he's like, uh, where he's talking about like who should be the Pope. You know, he's like, you know what'd be fun is a Latin American Pope like Pope Enrique. (laughs) For real, man. That'd be intense. You imagine a Mexican president like, we need to put a wall on Canada's border. I think we've reached (laughs) a. I think we've reached the point where there is no president that will be able to solve the woes that we have. No. Not these, even Ron these Paul. Woes, no, these woes are too deep. Anything, dude. I saw Joe Rogan posted something on his on some on his feed somewhere, and uh, about like freedom, and it was like this great video of him talking about like freedom and what it's what we all love, no matter what's happened in the past. Like we're all after freedom, and it was like this, you know. And then you scroll through the comments, and it's just unfortunate. Fuck your freedom. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Screw your freedom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Arnold, Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Screw your freedom. Yeah, man. That was like, that was just a real man. classic moment. Screw your freedom. I didn't hear that one. Oh, I you never heard that. Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. say that? Oh, man. While he was the governor of California. No, no, no just recently. recently about COVID yeah. and the, vaccine, the vaccines. He was saying everyone should get their vaccines. And he was saying... I'm not like, afraid of needles. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, for the people who say... That you shouldn't, that you're not getting the vaccine for your freedom. Screw your freedom or something like. That. I'll be back. Yeah. He has to drop that in real quick. Screw your freedom. Hold on, I'm thirsty. I'll be yeah. back. Yeah. It's like, damn, did you just say that, dude? Did you just bust out that Terminator yeah. line right there? Who the hell was he talking to? It was, a, it was a bit like a. It was just yeah, like, like, like the associated he was, he was press talking to or his own webcam, you know. He yeah, did a, he did a video with Samuel Jackson or something. <laughs> yeah. No, it was an interview. It was an interview for sure. It yeah. was an interview with some mainstream. That's what you said, like some mainstream person trying right. to promote an agenda. Here. I'm gonna bring it up. Like, here. Arnold, we haven't yeah. talked to you in fucking forever, man. Will you do an interview? Yeah. Dude, Arnold, we were pretty sure we were invited to your funeral ten years ago, man. It's good to talk to you again. <laughs> He's like, I actually died. Yeah, but I came back. But I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. You see what I did there? You see what I did there? Arnold, man. Telling everyone Fucking to screw their freedom. Shit, dude. dude. All right, let's listen to what 
Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. This guy. I want to. I want to. Uh, you know, anytime it's like. I mean, can you imagine? You know? There's still people that don't believe in masks. There's still people out there that say, "Well, we don't have to do social distancing and all this kind of stuff." There is misinformation out there. And my point of it was basically, look, there's no one that knows more about a bicep than I do because I studied this issue for 50 years. And the same is also with the virus. There are people out there that are experts that study this year after year after year and that are experienced, like Dr. Fauci, that has been in this, uh, you know, probably for his entire life. I mean, why would you not believe someone like that? So, and there's so many other scientists out there and experts in this subject. So I believe them and I follow them very carefully. And of course, sometimes uh, things are happening that are unexpected. So then you have to make the adjustments in order. But I think people should know there is a virus here. It kills people. And the only way we prevent it is, is to get vaccinated, to wear masks, to do social distancing, washing your hands all the time, and not just to think about, well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No. Screw your freedom, because with freedom comes obligations and uh, and responsibilities. So screw, screw, screw your freedom. One thing I do actually agree with him about okay. there is when he says, "Huh?" Can I have a drink of that? Oh, for sure. Yeah, one thing I do uh, think that he he's right about is when he says that freedom comes with responsibility and obligation. Oh, it absolutely does. I do agree with that, but uh, screw screw your freedom. That's a rough one. And also the other thing, why would you not trust Fauci? Do we have to pan through the amount of lies that he sold? Starting with the mask, don't wear a mask. And he yeah. said, and then he came out and said he lied because he wanted to not, you know, have him run on mask. But you know what? But he you, lied. Frankly, you know? yeah. quite frankly, you do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, Doctor Paul. Doctor Paul. Quite frankly. Quite frankly, you you do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> quite frankly. I think there's a lot of tigers in Texas. <laughs> it just changes the subject, you know. You're right, Dr. Fauci, but we're here to talk about the pandemic. No. <laughs> Trying to change the subject, man. <laughs> Dr. Paul, <laughs> have you ever uh, you ever been to Alaska, Dr. Paul? <laughs> Dr. Fauci, you know why we're here today. We're actually here to talk about the pandemic, man. No. Yeah, but no. Dr. Paul, you've been to a Raiders game at the new Las Vegas Stadium. <laughs> oh, you got me on that one. I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. <laughs> yeah. no, they're doing well this year. No. <laughs> That's about what happens in the Senate or anywhere anymore. Rand Paul, actually, I will say, has done a pretty interesting job of like oh, exposing, yeah. like especially that. Uh, He's good at that shit, dude. Well, I mean, there. You know, lies are lies are lies, man. When people lie, it's you know. It only takes someone like Rand Paul to ask a few questions to where you start to unravel. I mean, really, when he was saying that, it, you know, like, really, when you read his body language, man, he was very threatened and, like, uh, oh, nervous about oh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that exchange right there. Dude. Yeah, that was a... Uh, he's got to be pretty scared anyway. Like, he's not a very light guy in this nation. and uh, He's going to be the fall guy. We've talked about this. Yeah. Just said this. Dude, I don't know if we talked about it on the episode or after it, but my I really have a feeling that they're going to turn... This COVID thing's going to turn into a real... He's got to be feeling that heat, dude. Like, he has to be feeling that heat. He's going to be the fall angle, guy, like... dude. He's the, he is, he's the fall... He yeah. is going to have to be the fall guy, for sure. 
<laughs> when it comes to the pandemic. If someone's going to be the fall guy, it's going to be, be on be him. Fauci. You could just he see Trump too. up there. Dr. Fauci, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> right. First yeah. day. Right Glad there, right after his inauguration that. speech. Glad yeah. I wanted to say that for so long. Now. See how I got rid of him? It was beautiful. <laughs> That was the I, th- I think that was the best firing I've ever had. <laughs> what do y'all think? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Most precise him, firing. I hired him to do a job two weeks, he said. Two weeks. <laughs> He's like, maybe I should have done yeah. it with the mask on, though. Maybe I should have fired him with my mask on. <laughs> Just to rub it in some more. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, man. Someone there was a, there's a there's a shirt my my Biden Sleepy Joe yeah my my wife showed me this shirt that said it said like 2024 uh damn what did it say it said like mean tweets and mean tweets and something else 2024 and I had to look it up damn it I can't remember what it says but it was freaking great dude like it was pretty damn funny I must say but nah Donald Trump's freaking out of this world, man. This guy has just brought politics to like a whole nother, no matter if you love him or hate him or don't, or indecisive, either way, he's just brought this thing to a whole nother level. You can't deny how much he shook things up. Yeah, I mean, he was really, he was probably the major catalyst on, I I think in in the long run, he'll he'll be looked upon as a major catalyst in this country's history and like that it was a major turning point. It basically made one half of the country just disregard the rule of law completely. And do anything it took to just get him out and just smear him. Yep. You know, regardless of whether you like him or not. And that's just... That sucks, you know. But it's pretty crazy, man. Anything else going on, though, before we turn it off tonight or what? I think we've covered pretty much everything I had on the list. Yeah. Canelo, Canelo Alvarez is fighting soon. Hey, did you see that scuffle with yeah, him? Yeah, did y'all see the, the he, win? He, yeah, he grabbed his head and threw that... that that uppercut quick, right, Just man? the left hook. Yeah, he hit him right in the him. eye. Yeah. He told the he other guy him. called him a motherfucker, and he pushed him. And then whenever he came back, that guy Slapped tried to him. swing at him, yeah. and he missed him. Wow! <laughs> Got him with the left grabbed hook. Grabbed his head. Yeah, grabbed his, his head and pulled him right into it. Quick. Like, it happened fast, yeah, man. Yeah, so fucking fast. Dang. Now, Canelo's awesome, man. Canelo's just really phenomenal athlete, man. One of the top of our lifetime. He doesn't get enough credit for his dominance, really, man. He's... No. He's he's something else, man. He's fun to watch, really. He's badass. They're gonna be fighting. Where's he from? What's is he from? Mexico City. I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know where where he's from. from. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he trains in the mountains and stuff, dude. Do you think he does, man? It looks like he grew up in Ireland. Right. (laughs) Right. There you go. Red hair, white skin. I'm like, what the hell? Man, I'll tell you what, man. That guy is wicked, man. For real. For real, he is. He is a uh, he's something else. Yeah, he's fighting soon, and then Diaz just lost on UFC. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Nick Diaz came back after six years. You know, he's an interesting story. You know, Nick Diaz. You know why he was suspended from mixed martial arts by the commission for so long, Levi? Because this is what this is something I wanted to talk about was uh, because of marijuana. He tested in. Like, so within a certain amount of the fight, like within a certain amount of hours of the fight, you can't test positive for marijuana. And he did. So he was suspended for like four years or five years. And so he just, he's 38 now and just took his first, you know, imagine cage fighting someone for the first time in six years. Like, 
that's pretty trippy. Yeah. Especially if you smoke weed, you know, and you see the world like that, you're like, whoa, what am I doing here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, so we, like, but here's my question to y'all. Does marijuana, does marijuana have an impact on, a positive impact on any athletes? And if it does, what, what would that impact be? I would say no. I would like, it's kind of, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like, you say that they they can't test positive for marijuana within a certain period of time before the fight. Like, I would say that if somebody smokes a joint before they go in to fight someone, they've they've put themselves at a disadvantage. I mean, I don't know, maybe there's people out there who like to, who like to smoke weed and fight. That kind of seems, uh, counterproductive to me, (laughs) but, uh. I, I don't see how it could be a performance enhancing. But drug. like, let's say you get done with the fight. Let's say Nick Diaz got done with his fight, and he went on and he went right to the doctor, and then left the doctor and went and smoked some joints for healing. Within that twenty four hour span, if that's where he got popped, he's still breaking. So right, you know, it's actually helping him in a way. It's not even enhancing his performance. Recover, it's it's recovery. Him. It's doing the opposite almost. It's like, man, dude. He really got shafted. I kind of root yeah. for him, and I think that's why the Diaz brothers have a massive fan base. And I'll tell you this: when Nate Diaz fought Conor McGregor the first time at the MGM uh, Arena in Las Vegas, I was there visiting my sister. Really? Yep. I, I just happened to go in town at the last minute because my sister needed me to be there, and she lives in in a different part of Vegas. But we went to the MGM the night, and I'm telling you, Conor McGregor has a lot of fans. I took a piss next to a guy, full-grown individual that was dressed like a leprechaun. For real, okay? <laughs> a grown man. Yeah, but I will say that Nate Diaz had a lot of people there, even at that time. Oh, a yeah. A lot of fans. Oh, was it like, Nate or Nick? That was Nate, Nate at that time. But I'm saying the Diaz brothers in general, that whole 209 Stockton represent that movement that they have, man, That's they are popular. You know what I'm saying? But that even played into it more because it was like, you ban this guy for smoking weed, they still, they like go there and smoke, you know, they, they just do what they want, man. It's like, yeah, fucking... I love them, man. I love that attitude, dude. I just, and by the way, they do like triathlons and they're, they're phenomenal athletes. No, they really are. And by they're the way, uh, Can- Canelo Alvarez, it says here on, according to Wikipedia, he was born in Guadalajara, Mexico. But uh, yeah, Nick Diaz fought, and then they had a, uh, and then a few championship fights after that. But people really cared about Nick, you know, coming back. That was the big story of that for sure. And then when does Canelo fight? I don't even know when he fights. I think in a couple weeks, dude. I think it's like the fourteenth, October fourteenth, or might be wrong. Pretty sure it's October though. Yeah, look, listen to this right here, and I don't know if this is true or not, but this is a claim. Uh, Nick Diaz claims he has swam Alcatraz five times. Wow. Swam Alcatraz for, you know, they live in Northern California, so swam Alcatraz. Yeah. We have to look that up to really fact check that, but that's what it says that he said, and I've heard stories of that. Yep, Nick Diaz, according to Joe Rogan, again, right here. How far out is Alcatraz? uh, Alcatraz from from mainland. It's, It's not as far as you would think. Uh, but uh, that's that's swimming in the ocean like that. It takes some balls just by itself. Oh yeah. Uh, Alcatraz to mainland is uh, 
One and a half mile. One and a half miles. Hey, that's a long swim. One so, and a half miles in shark and fed, but that's that a long shark jog, bro. <laughs> one and a half miles takes you a long time to swim. You know, you think, oh, one... shark-infested water? Well, I mean, of course it is, yeah, man. Northern California? Yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, not to mention maybe killer whales. And, and there's seals up there. You oh, know? yeah. So you look yeah, like a seal like out a there. Seal. Put some flippers on, dude. Yeah. Have a good time with that. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'll swim one and a half miles in a river even. You know, something, a lake. You asked me to go do it even in the bay. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Yeah. Fuck, no, no, no. I, I know. I'm not doing yeah. that. <laughs> There's no way. Well, I was going to say, if it came down to like, would you would you swim in the ocean in shark-infested waters or get the vaccine? <laughs> you know? I swim with sharks. <laughs> yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. Let's take a swim. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, man. People are just resistant to that freaking vaccine, right? It's yeah, marijuana. It's not right, dude. There's something not right about it. <laughs> yeah, well, no, mar- but again, back to that whole whole thing too. Is like marijuana's illegalization in sports is the most ridiculous thing ever. Uh, and again, it really comes down a lot of times. I think is government's involvement with sports. You know, it's good to regulate it to some extent, I guess. But man, there is an absolute line when it comes to overregulation for oh, yeah. sure, and sports suffers that sometimes. It really does. And Nick Diaz got the real hard shaft on that one. But yeah, that was crazy, man. That was crazy night. And by the way, those events too. Completely packed houses. Sold out. And the UFC, you know, the UFC goes all around the world. They go all around the world to put on fight cards. All around. They've been everywhere. Just about. They haven't been to Africa, I believe. They haven't been to the African continent yet. But uh, now the last show since the pandemic first they were doing it all in las vegas at their own little gym there you know just on tv because they couldn't get people in right now they do it either in vegas houston jacksonville florida or somewhere in florida or arizona they've got an island right well well, yeah they do it they they've done it over at fight island that's actually yaz island in uh in the united emirates there you know but I mean, really, they don't even go over there. I'm sure they'll go back there pretty soon. I'm sure they will, but they, they're they basically in all red states. So you're yeah. even seeing the political divide in, in that so easily you see it. Right. They, they are scheduled to go to New York in November, but there's a lot of holdups. I mean, there's think about that. Every tape. fighter has to be vaccinated. There's going right. to be red tape out the ass, dude. They're, just because that's a big money market, they're going to end up changing it. They're going to go somewhere else, dude. Well, in New York's claim, I mean, you know, who knows, who knows what will happen? I'll tell you what, man. My head spins sometimes thinking about it all. I just want to, I like listening to that rainstorm earlier. That was the real. That was cool. Those moments are the ones that are the real sweet moments when some, I, I, I'm amazed at some of the people in this world, you know, like the people in Australia, just for instance, even in every country, but Australia is a great example. Like these prime ministers that are still just talking about like COVID numbers and lo- like they, their people have been locked down. Kids have been locked down 200 something days. I mean, not yeah. able to do anything, not able to go to I playgrounds wonder, yeah, and some like, places. I wonder what it really Fuck. is like in other places. Are we just hearing that shit? Or is that factual? Like we, we got to get Oh it. no, Australia is. Australia, dude, listen. Austra- dude. Okay, so in Australia, they have, they have huge provinces. 
Okay, large provinces. So like you have like New South Wales is one Victoria. of them, and that's what yeah. So you have all these different areas. You have Western Australia, um, and I, I you go, uh, Queensland, I believe maybe yep, one of that's them. That's one of them. But some are some are allowing things to kind of go back to normal and have been. Some are on a serious lockdown. But that's the thing is like they New Zealand. Dan Hooker fought on this last card. A guy named Dan Hooker. He went off, man. He was another one that went off. He says, like, I had to fight. I had to get on social media and fight just to get a visa to get out of my country. I come over here and everyone's living and doing fine. My country's locked down. They didn't even want me to... I mean, I had to fight to get out of here last minute. I mean, he flew on a plane, landed the same night he had to cut weight down to 155 pounds. Had to cut weight, make weight the next day, and fight the day after that. Flew all the way from New Zealand because he couldn't get a passport. Yeah. Because New Zealand has a completely strict policy that it's locked down. You know, and the same thing. So it, that is definitely happening. The other thing that is definitely happening in Australia for sure is that people are protesting. And some people are, some have gotten a little rowdy. I wouldn't say to the point of it being like over the top, but definitely pretty rowdy. Oh, yeah. I think there was like 160 people arrested one day at a protest, but it was workers. It was construction workers in Melbourne, Australia, were protesting the vaccine mandates. And so it was just, it was... Melbourne is pretty much like the hottest part of Australia right now when it comes to that kind of stuff. You think this whole thing is like, um, is... Is comprised from all the governments all over the world. Oh, yeah. Whenever they go to these summits and meet with other leaders, like they just thought of this There's shit. No other explanation. As a fucking social experiment or something. The leaders. Kind of shit we like we that. actually said this a couple of episodes ago too. Is that I I really feel this way is what it what the world's become. I don't know how long you could say it's been like this, but the world has definitely become like there. There's no real country lines in the eyes of the elite. Right. Their they they their social network doesn't have any country lines anymore. No, they have They've to control that us. They have to. Yeah, their yeah job we is are to the enemy. People. Yeah. Anyone who's a okay. freedom loving person, that's the enemy. You know, really. That's. I think that like this whole thing, and I mean I've said this before. You know, uh, we're in a controlled crash right now. That's what this whole thing is. The Great Reset. It's just a controlled crash. This old system, this old economic system, it had to go out the window eventually. And any time an economic system gets replaced, there's always turbulence when that sort of thing happens. And so I think that what we're seeing right now is sort of a transition into a global corporate system. Bitcoin. I mean, something like that, you know, I mean, I, you know, they've already talked about digital currency and stuff. That's just mainstream, you know, but everybody expects that that's... It's been digital for a while, even in the Fed. Well, it is, yeah, it, it, it already is digital. I mean, when you can just type hey, numbers hey, in hey, your hey, computer hey, and it, print money, it's basically digital. If indeed, if indeed this is a controlled crash, you know who we need as president? That guy that landed the plane in the Hudson. Yeah, right? Who was that? Remember that airplane pilot that landed that plane in the I Hudson? do know what you're talking about, but I don't know his name. Sully? Yeah, Sully. Yeah, Sully, that's what they yeah. made a movie about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what they need as president. No. But no, for sure. There's there's definitely... There's... Uh, and, and, and you like, one could even, one could even say... It movie. <laughs> it's like, they they could be using... Australia's a... It's a large country, but it's a relatively small country, and they're... You know, using one area of it that's populated is like they could use areas like as like social experiments. 
Yeah, that. You know, to see like, oh, let's see how big, let's see how much we can pass this off. I I don't put that past them. I mean, I don't put that, I don't put it past that. uh, Where did this start? Where did this pandemic start? You know, are we ever going to know? Yeah, probably not. Look, if if this, if this started from animals, and if it really did, this government and the social structure, the elites, they would have that information out there so fast. They wouldn't even allow. They would squash all this other information before. They don't have. Dude, it's obvious there's something covered up. I read that whenever the pandemic was barely getting started, even before then, you could read about it, like a a virus in China that was starting up. Like that's all it was was little blips in in the news about a virus that was blowing up in China, and then it started growing and getting bigger. Then little blips that you would see once. Maybe every two, three weeks turned into a blip every other week. And then it was like a blip every week and it started growing a little bigger. And then it was like, okay, now they're talking about this shit every day. So then during that time period, whenever it started hitting like every day, I was reading quite a bit about it and I was following it and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, why is this such a big deal? It's fucking virus. In China, you know, there's viruses everywhere. Then I started reading reports of people who had family there. And they're like, I just got back from China. And everybody in the United States is freaking out about a virus over there. And nobody over there is... Freaking out. Like, nothing's wrong. Like, apparently, the United States knows more about this virus than where I just flew home from. And then after that, it was like, boom. No flights. No travel. The virus is bad. And then the news is showing, like, you used to be able to see world news. During that time period, there was no fucking world news going on. It was strictly pandemic-related. Oh, everything. Even doctor's appointments getting canceled, people's appointments, nothing. But you, you could not find any kind of world news in any kind of outlet. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, I, I... and I mean, don't let's not forget about like what was going on right before the pandemic hit. You know, think about think about December Hong of Kong. 2019 and January of 2020. Freaking, there was you had Hong Kong going on. You had the yellow vests in France. You had the the militia movement in America was gaining a lot yeah. of steam around that time. You had the you had the big militia thing in in uh, Virginia. I mean, all over the world, populist movements were rising up. And then, bam, COVID. Everything's locked down. Everyone, you know. I believe coincidences can happen. But I believe there is a limit <laughs> to yeah. how big a coincidence no, can everybody be. everybody was getting, it was like the hornet's nest. Whenever yep. you're walking underneath it, and those motherfuckers start getting jittery, and their yep. wings are well, getting jittery. Well, time is our best friend in this. And the longer this goes with no explanations, the more you know. There's, look, there's just things being covered up that, you know. If people, if enough, there's enough countries in this world that want to know what, you know, enough powerful people in this world that really want to know what happened, they can find it out. There's enough resources to find out. Right. There's, it's, that's the problem, man. This is just, and and immediately the propaganda started, you know, immediately. I remember hearing someone talk about it on some show, like saying like, oh no, this virus is serious. If you get it, it will be. 
you know, catastrophic. And then there was that one report is like, at the very minimum, you know, in a short amount of time, two million people are going to die if we, if we do everything right. Yeah. And there was just a massive amount of propaganda. And those are major red flags that, that there's pro- there could be more to this. Like, you know, I mean, you want to take caution. I think it's smart for people to take precautions at that point. There's obviously something going on. Right. But at the same time, they want you to be scared. And just like they want you to, now that people aren't scared about COVID anymore, they hate that. They want you to be scared about something else. But it's already, I mean, it's already done. What they wanted to accomplish during that time period exactly. is already done. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And but now, now people want it to relinquish, like you said. Let it go back. Let it go back. You know, let it relinquish back to the way it was. It's like, nope. Yeah, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do it. And that's the that's that's really the crux of the issue that we're sitting in right now, is where will it go? Where will it lead from here? I think there's just going to be a mass. I mean, it'll lead to Maxine Waters talking at her asshole about <laughs> Del Rio, Texas. <laughs> I bet you anything, she'll say something uh, ignorant within the next you know couple of weeks. I'm sure about that. Minutes. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, if there's cameras rolling right now, there's no one worse than a major media pundit or a like a one of those mainstream net, network media pundits or a, an old school like been in around forever politician that just talks shit and has no idea the reality of normal people. You know, it, it's it, that could drive a, a person's blood pressure up significantly. It's probably not too good to pay attention to those people too much, really, because they are just. They don't have anything good to say, and like all they've been doing, really, it 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 just is irritating. It's just separating people, you know, like in every which way they can, you know, whether it's right, left, or it's just most people in the world, not even in this country, most people in the world are just trying to get by, just trying to get high. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. hold on, hold on, I slipped on that. Nah, but really. They're just trying to get through, man. I think most people are decent. And really, it's okay. If you have an elite power structure because of the way things are set up, and some people have just done much better than others, and they kind of have more pull in the world, so be it. But like we've said before, they have to have some type of connection to the people that... I mean, dude, if the people lose lose, if the people lose their shit, no one's going to come out well in the end. Yeah. And uh, I think that's what you're really going to see. And... The uh, and the last thing I'll say, really, this last thing I'll say, y'all can say whatever at the end here, but uh, there's been some threats, too, of Black Lives Matter protesting, having George Floyd-like protests in New York over the vaccine mandates. Mm. You know, threatening, like, basically violent protests, you know, saying, right. like, we're going to get, we're going to come out in numbers and... Get rowdy. Who knows what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. I mean, basically, you know, if this continues, but... I don't disagree with them, man. You know, right. I don't disagree with them at all. What do you want people to do? Can't go eat? Hey, I want to go get some pizza at my favorite pizza place. Oh, you'll have your vaccine? Can't do that? Yeah, I mean, dude. What do you want people to do? You know, what do you think's going to happen? Yep. No, I think that that's, uh, that's just it, you know? Just like the Declaration of Independence says, you know, there's... People will live with tyranny for only so long until finally there's always a hair, uh, you know, a straw that breaks the camel's back, and uh, there's always a grain of rice that tips the scale. Yep. 
Yeah. And so that's just the way I'll it works, you, what, you know? Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> and, a long you time... You know, what, what, it, what, what it is that tips the scale, you know, no one can say. You know, like, I mean, you know, to just to throw it back to what we were talking about earlier with, like, the Stamp Act and then, like, into the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, uh, oh, dang it, what were they called? The... The the the, du- the duties that they had that they removed all but the 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 tax on tea, and all that you know this was all something that led up within within about fifteen to twenty years before the revolution, there were things going on and you could have pretty much asked anybody hey, you know what do you think you think that there's something maybe brewing you know for the future, and most people probably would have said yeah you know things are getting a little crazy people are getting a little angry, something's gonna happen in the future you know but could could any one of those people have told you, oh, yeah, man, yeah, in 1775, they're going to go and try and take uh, guns from these people in Lexington and Concord, and the war's going to break out then? Could anyone have told you that in 1765? No, of course not. You know, nobody knows what that what that straw is going to be that breaks the camel's what back, the you know. But, yeah, you, but you can look at yeah. social conditions and determine what way things are going. Yeah, you know? yeah, and I think that people need to take sure. note of that. People definitely need. Oh, to take note they needed to be taking note of that a, a, a quite a while back, but yeah. definitely it's time to really seriously take note of that. Yep. <laughs> I mean, and that's all that. That's how I would end on that. Yeah. <laughs> Very good, right. Kevin. Anything? Yeah. Go Texans! All right, go Texans! Go Texans! You know, I'm actually a Cowboys fan, but damn it. Just, if a Texas team does yeah, Texas well, team. I'm down really? with it. I'm yeah. down with it. I am. I do like the Texans too, right on. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.